Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy Black Monday, Bill Ryder. With you, we got a robust show coming your way. Obviously, NFL-centric. Hope you had a great weekend. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Twitter sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Pretty Daddy on Twitter. Pretty Daddy. CBS phone number 855-212-4CBS. Already got a couple coaches fired. I'm sure more will follow. Arthur Smith is gone. Ron Rivera got it early. That's kind of nice, right? Didn't have to wonder about it last night. Commander just said, you're out. But because you got to balance the scales and that made so much sense, they then hired a basketball guy to figure out who the next coach will be. Literally, really. We'll get into that later in the show. We are waiting on whether or not Bill Belichick will have some sort of separation from the Patriots. Could be fired. Could step away. Obviously, if there's a trade where they send him somewhere, that'll take time. And if he sticks around, we'll see when they announce that. We'll keep you updated here on the show. We'll go through the entire NFL playoff bracket. I want to thank uh, listener Bryce and other Eagles fans who have blamed me somehow for the Eagles' woes. I appreciate you thinking I have that kind of power over the universe. I didn't do it. Ty Dunn's going to be here. I don't think we've had Ty on since the day his story dropped on the Buffalo Bills. And since then, they've been on a tear. So we'll visit with Ty about that. We've got a great buy or sell. Good morning, Tommy. Oh, Tom, uh, college football championship game is tonight. A couple little programs you might have heard of called Michigan and Washington. Tons and tons going on today. Good morning, Bill. Happy Monday to you. There you go. There you go. Read from the script. Put the script down. I get that laminated for your birthday or something. What's your birthday? What, what month is your birthday in? October. That's a long time from now. I'm not going to remember that. All right, so let's get into some football. There's a lot to tackle. There's a lot to unpack. Let's start here. Big game of the weekend. Less, I guess, impactful once the Bills were guaranteed to be in the playoffs. But still, Dolphins against Buffalo last night. Sunday night football, big game. Buffalo has the chance to be the two seed. The Dolphins have the chance to show they're not complete garbage against playoff teams. And you see a collapse from Miami in the fourth quarter that gives Buffalo 21-14 victory and the number two seed in the AFC. They won their division. Congratulations, Buffalo. Here's the deal, though. Both these teams are garbage, okay? Both these teams are complete posers. They're weak. Maybe one of them catch fire, but that tends not to happen. I'm an expert on fire. And when you're drenched in the soggy wetness of your own ineptitude and softness, usually you can't find a flame. And that's what's going to happen with both of these both of these teams, Buffalo included. Can we please, I got to stop caring what people say on Twitter. 
other than I think those are real people, Josh Allen's not a hero. Josh Allen's not Dan Marino. Josh Allen's not Aaron Rodgers, the football player. Josh Allen didn't just prove his excellence and his ability to win. Josh Allen played the Dolphins, okay? And the Dolphins dolphin their way through that game. Miami should have won that thing. Let's start with, with Miami. What a disaster of a football game. What an abdication of any strength or ability late in the game. They were the better football team. They had that game in hand, and they got dominated in the fourth quarter. To get to a point now, having lost that game, where the Dolphins finished the regular season, not just 1-5 against playoff teams. And by the way, that 1 is a great big giant asterisk because it's the Dallas Cowboys. That's the one win. That's the that's like me saying I can't win one-on-one basketball games when I beat my 11-year-old. I mean, my 11-year-old's good, I guess, but there's sort of a right inherent reality for me that he's 11. And for Miami, the, the, the Cowboys never beat good teams. They also not just lost those games, because sometimes the devil's in the details and the context will tell a different story than the headline. Not here. It just reinforces the fact Miami is trash against good teams. A negative 91 point differential. You take 91, you divide it by 6, you look at the number, you're a Dolphins fan, your stomach hurts. That's the reality. Utterly and totally dominated largely against these teams. Tua Tungabailoa, upside and potential. Tyree Kill, outstanding receiver. We thought that Dolphins defense would be better. And let's be let's be honest. Let's let's give some criticism internally. Here on the show, I'm not saying Tom is the guy that led me down that path, okay? I'm not saying that. He's not. Here on the show, we thought Miami was going to be the real deal. I wanted to see in the Dolphins what I don't see in Buffalo and I don't see in Dallas, despite the same, I think, large trends. That was, okay, they lose to winning teams, but they're going to figure it out. I like that coach. I like that quarterback. I like what they put together. But if wishes were fishes, we'd all be, I don't know what it is. Here's the reality. Miami is mentally weak, and they're going to go, and they're going to play a Chiefs team. What a test that is, by the way. I think the Chiefs are going to dominate Miami. I think the Chiefs are going to crush them. It's also supposed to be extremely cold in Kansas City, which is really good news for the Chiefs. But the Chiefs have been some hot garbage, too. It's like, it's like talented garbage against not as talented garbage. Maybe garbage is strong, but that's what it feels like this time around. And I don't think any of you are going to give me a huge argument that the Miami Dolphins are weak and that they're posers. And then at least this year, right, it's a process, I do think they'll eventually get there. Or at least I don't think I've closed the, the, the door on that yet. That their ability to have a, a real level of sustained success in the playoffs feels highly, 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 highly unlikely given their lack of mental toughness and ability to beat good football teams. I'd almost take on the other side of this thing, I'd almost take Tampa Bay as a better playoff team than the Dolphins, in part because they get a home game, but in large part just because they've shown the ability, Tampa Bay, to win games they had to win and to exceed expectations the Dolphins did the opposite. But I'm not giving Buffalo some kind of super pass. The fact that Buffalo beat a team that can't beat anybody that's in the playoffs doesn't make Buffalo suddenly a worldwide contender. I know the Bills have won a bunch of games in a row. I know that they're on fire, and I recognize, and this could be an errant judgment of my thinking. I'm not wrong, but, but I could be because momentum matters. It really does head into the playoffs. And normally, if you pointed me toward a team that had won three or four or five or six in a row, that had won seven of eight games, some pattern like that, and obviously Buffalo fits into that. They've been on fire since Ty Dunn wrote his excellent 
I think, accurate article about the, the dysfunction in the organization centered largely around the head coach. Since then, they've won a whole bunch of games, and that momentum should matter. But Josh Allen isn't it. He's not it. And he got bailed out last night. And I know that Buffalo would have made the playoffs anyway, but they would not have won that division. It would have been a very different seeding reality, and it would have been more of a momentum thing. If Buffalo plays, I would argue, any other playoff team last night and plays like that, other than maybe the Cowboys, because the Cowboys can dolphin that thing too, they're losing that game. Josh Allen did not look particularly impressive, had a couple turnovers. And and while a 96-yard punt return counts, and it obviously was a dynamic play, and, and it matters. Buffalo doesn't, did not have ex- guaranteed offense. It was not Josh Allen sparking that particular turnaround in the fourth quarter for his team. And here's the other thing. Had, because Buffalo in playing the late game already knew they were in the playoffs. And, and I thought, and I told John Friday, my belief was that if Buffalo entered that Dolphins game, and they had to win to, to get into the postseason, if the three things that have preceded that game went against them, which almost happened but didn't, I thought Buffalo would play tight and play scared and play conservative. And Josh Allen would force things that he shouldn't and turn the ball over and put Miami in a position where they didn't have to. The Dolphins play particularly well to win the football game. And the thing that really worries me about Buffalo going forward, the thing that has me nervous, forget nervous, that has me absolutely doubting them on any level of real success in this postseason is that they played exactly like that. Josh Allen did exactly that. The game plan was exactly that, except they were already in. They should have been a little bit looser. Yeah, yeah, you want to win the division. Neither of these teams are the real thing. Neither of these teams are legit. And that does leave the AFC wide the hell open. The the Ravens have the bye, and they're outstanding, and they deserve it. And and maybe they'll get there, and they'll get it done. I I, want to close the book on Kansas City. I'm not going to be able to. Just because, A, they're the Kansas City Chiefs, and B, I do think playing the the Dolphins at home for Kansas City has the chance to spark a really interesting, impressive win. And let me throw another sort of long shot out there. Let me give you another team that I like a lot more than I like the Buffalo Bills. And that is the Texans. As, As shocking as that seems, not a lot of pressure, ahead of schedule, don't have to win now. 5-1 5-1 against teams to enter the game with winning records this season. They are mentally tough, and they are capable. C.J. Stroud is an absolute machine. I know Anthony Richardson got hurt in Indy, so it's hard to make assessments about those three quarterbacks when one of them was out for most of the year. But obviously, you got to play in order to make your mark in the NFL, and Stroud has established himself, at least so far as the best quarterback so far from that draft class. Love, love that football team. The Browns, are, the Browns are really interesting. There's a lot of teams in the AFC that I think can make a run. There's a lot of teams on that side of the equation that I think can surprise. And, and again, some of that is my lingering doubts, uncertainty about the Ravens, and my awareness that every single year in the playoffs, every year, whoever the, the top seed is, in this case now, a few years ago, it was, the, it was two teams that had the bye, whoever has the bye in the AFC, and whoever has the buy in the NFC, every sports talk radio host pronounces they're the team, they're the only, they're the only team that can make it. Every fan that's out there casually says, I, I, nobody can beat the Ravens or, 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 or the Niners. Maybe, but it often doesn't go that way. 
And it's certainly almost always a lot harder said than done. There's a lot of teams in the AFC that can cause real damage, and I think surprise people. The Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins are not among them. They're just not. And that's the takeaway from last night's game. It's not that, I mean, Buffalo did get the two seed. They did win their division. And the Dolphins did still make the playoffs. But what we saw from both those teams is that they can't handle massively stressful moments. Games that approximated a a playoff. And it wasn't an actual playoff game. It approximated it maybe more so for Buffalo because the ability to host a game is significant and being that two seed is significant. And I recognize that Buffalo already has momentum. So to win a playoff game and really take that momentum to another level in a vacuum with most of the teams that are in would be huge. But it's not going to matter for the Buffalo Bills because they went into that game and played a football game that screamed, if you're capable of beating us, if you're capable of taking advantage of this, we can't win. And the Miami Dolphins responded with, don't worry, we're not capable. That's not going to be true going forward. All right, we're going to do this. We're going to go through the bracket. We're going to give you our take. Listener Bryce from uh, my mobile phone to you is going to tell me why I apparently am, am to blame. Man, the Eagles. For the Eagles being an absolute disaster. I always hated the chicken little sky is falling thing. I don't know why. Creep me out. But the sky is falling in Philadelphia. Things are looking. Re- There's a great football game that's going to happen in Detroit with some old rivalries. We'll go through every single game. And uh, Tom has promised to give you the winners. I'm just going to give you my analysis. Tom is like, I know who's going to win. So beautiful. We got both coming up. Tommy's in all green. He's clad in all green. It's an Irish four-leaf clover, pretty daddy Monday. We're going through every single playoff game next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
You're listening to Writer Than You. Keep your name out of my mouth. I'm Bill Ryder. This is my natural voice. I have such a deep, manly voice, and I always have. It's okay. Voice of a 14-year-old. I'll accept it. On CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. Let's go through these games. I think I've got the wrong link here. I don't... I can't find the Jags on my, uh... Can't find the Jags here on my think. What a... I didn't want to throw in too many teams that, that collapse, but what a disaster for Doug Peterson. What a collapse for Trevor Lawrence. I saw some bad takes, including from people that work here, that Trevor Lawrence is like the biggest bust in history or what. I mean, let's slow down a little bit. I think the criticism for me more goes to the coach than it does the QB. But Jacksonville, another one of those teams, Tommy, and not just me and you, we had some pretty smart guests on, some former players, some some analysts, who midway through the season, like us, thought the Jags were in that group of teams. If you want to circle the teams that could actually make and win an AFC championship game, right? Who is good enough to not just get there but push? Maybe if things go right, most smart people that we've had on the show had Jacksonville. And instead, the Jags are doing what the Bears are doing. They're chilling. Golfing. So what happens when you lose five out of your last six games? Like, they started Brutal. this year eight and three. And we can get on Doug Peterson all you want. I'm not going to call. I'm not going to call Trevor Lawrence a bust. But he did not take. He's that not next, a bust. He did not take that next step this season. They won a yeah, playoff game last year. No, no, he didn't. But he also had. I'm being serious. He had to endure Urban Meyer at the start of his career. That's a lot, I think, to shake off in terms of your development. Going after Trevor Lawrence. Twenty-one touchdowns, fourteen and, interceptions. That's not outstanding. That's not and, that great. You and Pat Boyle need to expand your horizons. He's a not bit. a bust, but he did not take the leap that we all expected, and he needs Let, to wear that. Let's start on the AFC side. You ready? Browns at Texans is a really interesting game. There's a big question about what Joe Flacco can do in Cleveland. Obviously, they've been outstanding. He's been really good. I think they're one of these sneaker. Sleeper teams, although people are talking about them, who could make a run. We've seen Flacco. I know it was 58 years ago, but we've seen Flacco back in his day with the Ravens get hot, protect the football, play quarterback the way that you need to with the kind of defense the Browns have this year as well, and and win the whole thing. I kind of, am I crazy? I kind of like, I kind of like the Texans. I need to think about it. I'm not committing, but they are playing with house money. They have nothing to lose Rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, obviously extremely impressive. Nobody thought they'd be there. I think I think they can win that football game, Tom. They are my team this postseason in terms of who I am rooting for. Do I think they will make a deep playoff run? Probably not. But watching this team on Saturday beat the Colts to clinch a playoff spot before we knew they were going to win the division, man, they are easy to root for. D'Amico Ryans, man, he is such such a perfect fit for that team. And you mentioned rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, first team to ever win the division with those two rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. Look at you dropping like you look at you dropping all the facts. They're so fun to watch and easy to root for. Plus Will Anderson Jr. I mean this By the way, they're only one of they're only one and a half point dogs, by the way, in, in this game. They can win this game. They are every team who struggled this year, who may or may not be firing a head coach that you can turn things around in one single draft because that's exactly what Houston did. The winner of that game, I think, becomes really dangerous and really interesting because the level of belief they're going to have, and I think the fact that there's not a lot of pressure on either organization 
to win this year. Cleveland, because they lost to Sean Watson. I mean, your quarterback goes down. I do think it takes away the expectations. And obviously for the Texans, they're just they're young and they're just starting out. Uh, Dolphins and Chiefs, like never say never in the National Football League. The Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Now they're hot garbage. The Jags were one of the hottest teams to start the first half of the season, the first almost two-thirds of the season. As you noted, as we noted, they lost a bunch of games. The Bills were done. Now they can't They can't not win. Things change in the NFL. The margins are thin. That means you can, you can, you can flip the script. That said, as I started the show with, as much as the Chiefs have been bad, as much as they play with their food, as much as they're missing a spark and Patrick Mahomes has not played particularly well, as much as things are not good in Kansas City, on the Peacock game, by the way, people are really excited. They have to they have to stream this baby. I get it because it's soccer, so I already got I already got Peacock. First time I'll ever actually use it, but that's cool. I already pay for it. Uh, the Dolphins are not going into Kansas City and winning that game. I mean, that's a t- there. It's a ten percent chance. They just showed against Buffalo what they're incapable of. The Chiefs are going to be. I still think a different animal. How how, how strong an animal? I don't know, but a different animal in the playoffs. It's going to be almost. I think a zero is what. It, we we got a few days to go. The weather can change. This is a route. Chiefs win this thing going away. Also, Tyree Kill against his former team is pretty interesting. Pretty interesting to a guy who's played in Kansas City before, has played in that cold weather. He's their yeah, best uh, offensive. Now we're about him. We're about we're about the, the, the quarterback. I'm worried about everybody else on that Miami roster. I mean, here's the thing: the Dolphins don't play well away from home, but they just don't play well against good football teams. Good football teams on the road, put them together. Yeah, this smells like a Kansas City victory. Now, here's another way to look at it if you want to if you want to put a Miami Dolphins spin on it. I think you can argue that Miami's the better team that finds ways that just can't beat good teams, and the Chiefs are not a very good team that have found ways and they won their division and they what did they go 10 and 7? No, they were 11 and they were 11, 11 and 6. 6. Yep. I mean, they won 11 football games. Not very convincingly. All right, well, I think we both have the Chiefs here. Steelers at Bills. I, I, Josh Allen is not playing good football, but you're, are you going to tell me I, you're going to I think the own? Steelers can win. I think the Steelers can win that game. Mason Rudolph is going to go into Buffalo? Seven and a half. I think it's possible. Here's the thing. Mason Rudolph could have won the game yesterday. And, and I don't, I could be wrong. I don't think the Bills are going to get a 100-yard punter kickoff return to salvage their season. Yeah, I, do I think they're going to win? No. Am I going to bet the Steelers at 7.5? Yes, I am. 150%. Because I'm not just saying it. I, I think Buffalo's a lo- I think they're losers. It's more about I Buffalo think they lose. giving the game away. Josh Allen, three turnovers yesterday, all three of them in Miami territory. Two interceptions right. and a fumble. I think here's the thing, and I say this all the time because it's so smart. Bill Parcells, people tell you who they are. Listen, that's who Josh Allen is. That's who Buffalo is. If two, all right, I used to go to the Y on a regular basis and play hoops, right? And I was okay, better than I looked. Okay. If two horrible basketball players play each other in one-on-one and they're really into it and there's a crowd, the guy that wins is not a champion. The guy that wins is not – if you're playing Stu in one-on-one basketball, based on what you've told me about your basketball skills, I'm not – you, and you beat Stu, you're not suddenly – I'm not suddenly like that's my first pick in five-on-five. Five. You just beat a guy that's not very good. Okay, way to go. Congratulations. That's exactly what the Bills did. And really, it was more about Miami, not capital. Miami was up – Miami had that game. 
They got outscored 14 nothing in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, to answer your question, the Steelers, I don't think, are particularly amazing. But Tomlin has found a way to, to win football games. It'll be ugly if they win. It will require multiple turnovers from Buffalo, which is almost, almost certainly Josh Allen. But the idea for me that the Buffalo Bills are seven and a half point favorites, I just I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe in that football team. I don't believe in them at all. I'm not going to try and sweat you. I don't either. They'll win this football game. I don't know if Pittsburgh's able to cover, but Buffalo will win. But uh, I am not taking the Bills to make a deep playoff run here. Yeah, I mean it's it's an interesting. It's an interesting set of games because the Steelers probably, without Tomlin, they're not a playoff caliber team. They don't have a, a play. They don't have a quarterback, right? And that usually means you're just not going to get there. And so they should be, and they are huge dogs. I just, I think, I think they can win the game. And then obviously, you've got the Ravens who have the bye. Um, here's another one, and they're seven and a half point dogs. Packers at, at Cowboys. I think the Packers can win that game. No. Yes. No, no. Dallas is undefeated at home. I think, yeah, in the regular season. Look, can they score? Can they put up 42 points and, and, and Jordan Love's fine and they win that game 42 to 21 or 17? Sure. Can Dak Prescott turn back into a pumpkin and throw a couple turnovers and overthrow guys again and again and again and again? Don't get caught up in, in these meaningless stats, man. Oh, I'm there. I'm there, and Dallas is covering this game. This is this this is the gimme game of Wild Card Weekend. I'm I'm gonna parlay Packers and Steelers money line, I think. Like just sprinkle ten bucks on there. Packers are the youngest team in the NFL and they made the playoffs. Kudos to them. Jordan Love had a great that- season. A great season. It ends this weekend. I think the Bears were so bad that God, I'm glad I bet on the Bears. I did bet on the Steelers, though. I purposely left you alone Sent all you know, throughout that game. That Bear, I as soon as it started, I'm like, what was I doing? What was I thinking? I did Although not we, want to send a single well, text. I have mixed feelings because I actually put a pretty big amount of, amount of money on the Packers because we had a we had a bet on. I hedged, so I actually bet on the Packers just to take some of the just take some of the money. Uh, another one that I think is dangerous. Is Rams at Lions? In this case, so does Vegas. They're only De- Detroit three point favorites at home. I think the Lions are going to win this game, but I've talked about this. I don't know what Detroit is in the playoffs. It's an it's an unknown quantity. And Jared Goff has obviously made a Super Bowl. He's also been bad enough, or at least bad enough from the perception of his former coach who's coming to town, that they shipped him out after that Super Bowl run and that loss to the Patriots. I mean. The, the Rams are really interesting, man. I think Detroit wins that game, but it's I have a lot less confidence in this than telling you that I think the Steelers can win. Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit, going back home. Jared Goff revenge game. Sean McVay revenge game. He couldn't wait to get Jared Goff out of town. The Lions are the better team. There's no doubt they're the better team. The Rams, the second half of the season, have played unbelievable football, including yesterday. I know San Francisco sat all their big boys. They played well yesterday. They played a good football game yesterday. They they are a good football team. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, next game. This is from listener Bryce. Can I can I read you a personal text message? He's pretty angry. He's a, he's an Eagles fan. I once lost a bet to him and had to wear an Eagles shirt on a TV show. Eagles since topping your power rankings one and five. 
coincidence. I think not. Apparently, I am responsible for the Eagles' free fall. Disaster. Are you wearing Eagles green? Uh, no, no, this is not Eagles green. I do not want to be associated with a team that started the season 10-1 and and then finished 11-6. and uh, By the way, Eagles at Tampa Bay. We'll talk about this later. Baker Mayfield, all the kudos in the world. What, what a turnaround. I know Tampa Bay didn't set the world on fire, but that defense is really good. And I think that team has showed itself able to, to win games people don't expect them to be able to win. Most of us wrote them off as a four-win team. They are only two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home to a Philly team that seven weeks ago was considered, what, one of the two, one, three best in the National Football League. I think the Eagles win this game, but Tampa Bay can win this game. The, the Eagles are playing like garbage. Every one of these games, to me, Tom, every one of these games in the first round feels winnable by the underdog other than Dolphins and Chiefs. That's the only one I'm not worried about. And I think the last game that we talked about there, the Bucks. I mean, Bill, the Eagles are giving up over 30 points per game their last six games. That's a decent sample size right here. And neither of these injuries are supposed to be a huge deal. But yesterday, Jalen Hurts hurt his finger. A.J. Brown had a knee injury. And, oh, by the way, Devontae Smith didn't even play yesterday because of an ankle injury. So if you want to put a buck spin on it, I think you really can here. Are you a believer that if the Eagles stumble and play poorly and the Bucks find a way to win that game, that there's enough magic left in Baker Mayfield's arm that Tampa Bay could make a run. I'm going to say no. I agree with you. I would say no. And obviously the Niners get the bye. All right. Um, man, you are just you are just like chalk guy. You're the guy that fills out the NCAA and just like chalk the whole way. You're chalk guy. Wild card weekend? Yeah. They'll be, they'll be, Come a, couple, on. They'll be a couple ones I get wrong. Get out of here. There's, just, yeah, there's only... You're just mad at me because I love the Cowboys this weekend. There's always a big part of the reason. Who who do you like more? The Niners or the Ravens to go further? Got to pick one. 49ers. One of them can't make the Super Bowl. Not even, not even close. I love the 49ers to make the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, me too. I'm really interested in watching what Baltimore can do and what they can be in, in the postseason. By the way, can I go back to the Buffalo and their lack of a run game and their inability to move the football at times in the red zone and... Josh Allen having to do too much and his propensity for turnovers. If they were playing anybody but the Steelers, I would put all the money, all the money on that other team. Even if it was the Dolphins again, I would bet on the Dolphins. Were the, I thought the Dolphins were the better football team. Like, let's and not forget. Laid like, an egg. This is a team that had to fire Ken Dorsey, their OC. Like, that's how broken this offense was. I know. It doesn't improve things. I know. And they he's, just in his, he's, just, he's an escape. I agree. They rattled off a bunch of wins in a row, but the problem isn't fixed. Is your point? And it's and it's absolutely true. I was gonna say uh, scapegoat. I almost said scapedog. <laughs> Don't make that my new nickname. I almost changed the entire expression. Don't make that my new nickname. Scapedog. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't thought of it, but now that you said, I mean, Pretty Daddy's too good. Do you want a new nickname every year? The problem is he can't because it's a Pretty Daddy. It's kind of locked in. Yeah, I got it on social media, on the X, on Twitter. Yeah, is it more characters than, than D-Cell CBS? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I went to Fit Yon today, and I was like, oh, i got to rearrange my show tweet with this guy. <laughs> I like it, though. That makes it even better. 
All right, if I said to you, you got to pick the Texans to go further, Tampa Bay or the Dolphins, and when the Dolphins go to Kansas City, who are you taking? Houston. Houston has proven they can beat good teams. Maybe not the elite-level teams, but they have that clutch. Like, C.J. Stroud has that it factor right now. I cannot wait to the Steelers win that game. 13 to 9 or something, or 13 to overtime win. 13 13 goes to overtime. Josh Allen turnover. It's going to be really fun when they win that game 52 <laughs> to 3. Can't wait to be on the air. All right. Uh, we, we do need to talk some college football. So we'll do that in an hour. I promise. We know. We're aware. Washington playing Michigan tonight. Uh, but Black Monday is upon us. We're waiting on news of guys getting fired. It's already been weird. It, we've got a guy being fired Sunday night, Ron Rivera, pretty unusual. Same organization brings in Bob Myers. If you don't know who that is in an NFL context, that's because nobody does. That's the dude that ran the Golden State Warriors of the of the National Basketball Association to make decisions, along with our friend Rick Spielman, uh, on who's going to be in charge in Washington. We've got another guy that was fired, but the big one is Bill Belichick and whether he's going to go. And the excellent Jay Glazer says yes. So we're going to get into Belichick, who we expect to be fired, what's happened so far. It's a Black Monday update after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to Writer Than You. I put the noise cancellation headphones on. I didn't feel my stomach was really hurt. I didn't feel good. My throat was starting. I just didn't feel great. Put the noise cancellation headphones on, which distorts sound. I was asleep, and I got startled awake. And in my sort of sleepiness, I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't just fart and wake myself up. And then the evidence hit me that, in fact, I had sleep farted myself awake. In a quiet airplane. On CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> USOB. You son of a something or other. What is that rejoin? Happy Monday, Bill. Sleep farted myself. I did, though. It was terrible. I feel bad for the person next to me. I was in first class, too. I got upgraded because I fly a lot. I think I think that person deserved They look. They looked a little hoity-toity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. Oh, where am I? Oh, sorry about that. I had some weird dreams. By the way, I, I had some weird dreams last night, and I woke up in the middle of the night with a theory. I had a, I, a theory. Why are you rolling your eyes? I had a theory hit me. And that's that dreams are actually us sort of glimpsing our alternate realities. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
why do you, why do so, you feel that way? So when I just did. So when when I when you dream you're a lounge singer, maybe one of your alternate realities, you're a lounge singer, Tom. You know, a wannabe Sinatra. I don't even. You have the weirdest dreams. That's all. I Lonely I, women and and good music is your life. So your alternate weird. When you when you tell me about these things that like you had mm. a dream, I don't want to hear about it. And yeah. they're so weird. They're so what, weird. What do you dream about? I don't. I usually don't remember. And maybe that says a lot about me. Your dreams are Dreamy. weird, man. Oh, they're oh, weird. I'm just look. Dreams are dreams. I can't control them. Yes, but you don't they have just, to tell everyone about them. I'm trying to think what I had some weird ones last, but I can't quite. But definitely one of my I have a lot of bosses, but on my other job, my my sort of TV writing job, the top boss was in one of my dreams. I think I was in a meeting with him. I think it went well. Don't tell him about it. I won't. I'm telling you about it. He doesn't listen to this show. He's busy. He should, though. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get on the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get on the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. By the way, uh, um, I used to, when I was on the show called Fox Sports Live, did you ever see that show, Tom? Fox Sports Live back in the day? Yes, I had seen that. Jay and Dan had a corrections and retractions. Do you want to sing it? You're the lounge singer in your alternate universe. You want to sing a little corrections and retractions? That's good. Uh, it was the, excuse me, it was Atlanta who fired their coach the night before, uh, not the commanders, where I credited competence for what was just the obvious need in Atlanta. And I'm, I'm sure you saw this, uh, Arthur Smith's final act as a head coach in any sort of official capacity outside of the press conference, which I didn't see, I'm sure it was really joyous, was to go scream at another coach for running the score up. Hey, man, rivalry games. And Jameis Winston said after the game that it was actually not Dennis Allen. It was, it was <laughs> we did it for our guy. No, man, you did it because you were playing the Falcons. You want to rub their face in it. And I'm sure Arthur Smith absolutely screaming and cursing out Dennis Allen when they were right. supposedly about to shake hands. That never happened. He knew he was getting fired. That's why he was upset. A hundred percent. That 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 is a hundred percent a guy who knows he's got to go face the media. It actually would be a mercy to fire a person before their press con. I mean, how much does that suck? You know, you're. Oh, I had this thought the other day that wouldn't it be amazing that they had press conferences for all like just regular people, right? Like guys, guy like insurance salesman every Tuesday, and it's hey, Larry. Uh, you lost the, the Pendex account this week. Oh, nice question, Steve. I'm not focused on what I lost, all right? <laughs> I'm not talking about Pendex today. Just an, you know, teacher, right? Uh, Mrs. Johnson, little Larry, definitely got that whoopee cushion out on you. Uh, well, I'm not talking about whoopee cushions, and we've been through this before. I mean, that would be, wouldn't it be amazing in real life? Highly entertaining, because nobody so wants like, to answer the tough questions. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, you in the front row. Uh, pretty Daddy, uh, Steve Smith, uh, the the New York Post. So uh, you were called um, Bill Ryder. Let me just read this. Uh, said that you're mean to people today. Qu- uh, direct quote. How, how do you feel about your working environment? And you would just like you would just glare at them. You wouldn't even answer questions. Next question, bro. Yeah, get be better, be better. But I mean, what do you uh, expect when you were seven and ten three straight years, and your franchise doesn't have a quarterback? So a couple things there. Yeah, and under his request and desires that organization often drafted with their top pick and often high picks in the first round offensive skill players and you didn't have much of an offense I mean tight end at 10 taking running backs with the top picks 
that has to work. Like if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, and and by the way, you're obviously not picking with a top a top pick, but if at the end of your first round, at the end of the first round with your top pick, if you're taking a skill player to supplement what you have, which is what they've done, fine, fine. But when you're a team like the Falcons, you've got to be building a football team, and that means you've got to be taking offensive linemen, you've got to be taking the most talented people on the field, you've got to be taking guys that can put together a defensive line that's going to wreck quarterbacks. I mean, it it's not the sexy pick sometimes that is the right pick. It's not a very good The other thing is that's it's, it's interesting. Normally when these jobs open up, and we'll see what other jobs open, now the, the Chargers job is, a I think, a great job. It is certainly a great job by the, by the other standards. Ron Rivera got fired this morning, Tom. And um, there's a report out there that they're targeting Jim Harbaugh. Now, the weird thing about this job is that Bob Myers, who ran the Golden State Warriors of the NBA for years, is going to be in charge of hiring the guy that runs football operations and the head coach, which is such a bizarre happening. And Rick Spielman, who's actually at CBS Sports HQ and been on this show, is going to be helping him. Now, I there's a lot going on. You're the producer, so you got to be my backup. So if I miss this, I'm sorry. I'm a little skeptical that Bob Myers is going to be good at this, but I, I didn't see this. Is Steph Curry going to help him? Is that going to be part of the... That was not a part of any report that I read. Steph Curry is not coming with Bob Myers. Can I give you my hot take on Bob Myers and people get mad, but I don't really care. Please do. I don't know to what degree I really think Bob Myers is a genius so much as he got lucky that Steph Curry was there and that other people thwarted his attempts to trade Steph Curry a few times. I'm not saying he's not an impressive guy. He obviously ran an organization that brought in Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, and Bob Myers, by all accounts, uh, was beloved by a lot of the people, and so it's a people person. But just like Jerry Krause, remember that guy back in the day with with Jordan maybe maybe wasn't the genius that we thought. Um, just like, I guess we'll see, maybe Eric Bieniemy's not the genius that Eric Bieniemy thought. Maybe that was Patrick Mahomes. Clearly, we're waiting on Bill Belichick to be fired or to say that he's staying or, or to announce some sort of mutual agreement in a parting. Maybe Bill, I'm not saying Bill Belichick's a bum, but obviously there was a Tom Brady enhancement factor we didn't know to take into account till Brady went to Tampa Bay. I'm not sure Bob Myers, for me, would be a slam dunk if you hired him to run an NBA team. You're going to have him make the decisions. And the reason this is happening, by the way, is because Josh Harris, who owns the Commanders, also owns the Sixers, and, 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 the, and, and Myers is highly coveted within the NBA community. And there were, I actually was told, actually this makes sense, I should have I put this together sooner, I was told that Bob Myers really wanted the Philadelphia job this offseason, that was the, job that he was, the Sixers job that he was targeting. But obviously, Daryl Morey is there. It just it doesn't make sense. You're not a football guy. That's not what you do. I know Spielman's going to help you. And Spielman had success. By, by the way, Spielman was was ensconced in a great job until he decided Kirk Cousins was somebody he wanted to rely on, which you you know can never, ever, ever, ever do. It's a huge... I just I don't understand it. I don't understand the thinking. If Bob Myers has some like flashy creds that transcend the sport and, and it gets to Jim Harbaugh, fine. And I, the commanders are an okay job. They're fine. But the job that you want, if you, are, if you have any sway, any leverage, if you're coveted, is the Chargers job. That's the job you want. 
whatever Justin Herbert is or hasn't been or has been underperforming, the guy is a massively, massively talented quarterback. And that division, Tom, has has, has been, I mean, we thought it would be almost maybe the most difficult division of, division of football. That obviously is not the case. The Chiefs aren't going anywhere, but they're, they're, they're a little, the luster has worn off a little bit. Any other jobs you're keeping an eye on that you think are great jobs? I think the Bears job is a really good job if they, if they fire Matt Eberlews, which I hope they do. I'm worried they won't because they won some games at the end. I wanted the Packers to win last night 203-0. to zero. So Uke Eberlews <laughs> could be fired. I don't know that this one should happen, but it kind of feels like they're going after a reset in Tennessee. I know Mike Vrabel's contract is not up, so this would have to be you know, a parting of ways. I think it'd be a mercy to Vrabel. Yeah, it kind of. Derek Henry saying goodbye after the game to the fans yesterday after a big win. Yeah, kind of feels like if there's going to be a reset in Nashville. I'm a Vrabel guy, and and, and I don't think the Patriots job is the the Patriots job is a bad job. The cupboard is bare there, and the expectations and what you're what you're replacing. I would love to see Vrabel get to do a reset with a good. You have to hire a really good GM though. That's the thing, and that's what Belichick needs. Bill Belichick needs someone who's good at football operations and drafting. And it's not that, that guy is not Bill Belichick. Good luck telling him, him that, though. I mean, that's why the Chargers, ready-made team. The team's already put together. There's not, I mean, I can see Belichick winning big time in, in San Diego and screwing it up the long term. Titans is a bad job. If you don't have a quarterback and you don't have a pick, I think the the Bears' job is an outstanding job because you get to make an assessment on Justin Fields, and then if you don't make the assessment, if the assessment is no, you have the number one overall pick. And that is that should have been a more competitive football team than they were. They played better at the end. I can't believe I'm a, I'm a Bears sucker. What can I say? I'm always all right. Let's let's ask Ty Dunn. Let's ask Ty, and I, I we're gonna ask Ty about about this Bills winning streak since he wrote his excellent article, what the fallout's been like, and we'll get into all these matchups and all the news and all the happenings of the NFL on this Black Monday. Our guy, Ty Dunn, joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.